Welcome to the Wrap Yourself in Joy podcast. I'm Karen Dwyer, speaker, teacher, and author of four books on joy. If you are searching for more joy in your life, join me for about 15 minutes every week. It could change your life. We will explore how to find true joy, how to awaken joy, how to defeat joy busters, and how to create a joy-filled prayer life. This joy series of podcasts is based on my new book, Wrap Yourself in Joy, with an imprimatur and has a built-in study guide. Why not invite a friend or small group to join you in listening? Then meet every week to go through a chapter. Together, you will grow in joy. The podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Additional links to my books and free bookmarks are available at wrapyourselfinjoy.com. Hello. Welcome to Wrap Yourself in Joy. I'm Karen Dwyer, and this is podcast number nine in our Find the Joy series, based on my book, Wrap Yourself in Joy. Today's podcast is entitled, Find the Joy, Stop the Worry, and Grab the Plunger. So what does a plunger have to do with finding the joy and stopping the worry? A lot. A plunger represents all the stuff that comes into our lives just at the wrong moment and wrong time. It comes when it's least expected, and it's usually very messy. We all need plungers that work to fix the stuff oozing into our homes, our businesses, our places we go about in our days. Actually, just this week when I was running late to get to a meeting, I was leading and my husband was professionally dressed and leaving the house to meet clients. It happened. Our toilet was plugged, overflowing, and stuff was oozing out where least desired. No time to call for help, no time to put off fixing it to make things worse. We ran around the entire house looking for the plunger, which had been moved into a different spot based on a deep cleaning effort a few months before this happened. I'm not hesitant to share these woes with you because we all have them and we all have the need for plungers. After 10 minutes of frantic searching, a few choice words, a sincere calling on the Lord for help. The plunger was found, the toilet was fixed, the messiness was cleaned up, and we were on our way. As I look back, I laugh at a messy but normal problem we all face. I have come to think that every day has many challenges, even messy situations. I think we are most happy when we have figured this out And don't try to expect all of life to be perfect or every day to be even near perfect. It's not, and it won't be. Life is messy. God loves us and wants to help us walk in deep joy. So today, I ask, where are the plungers for your messy situations? Messy situations will come. Oh, it may not be the overflowing toilet, but if you live in an older home with older plumbing, this can always be the unexpected challenge. But what's your challenging situation? You can think of plungers as the tools you need for messy situations. That is the sudden, unexpected situations, joy busters, that could ruin your day. Take your time and energy. Plus, they will take you away from all the work you plan to get accomplished. But they come. If you want to walk in joy, my advice to you is this. Keep your plungers handy. So what's your plunger? I hope I have offered you some plungers, that is, tools, in our last eight episodes to help you find and maintain joy. 
These tools like real plungers should be handy and available in our minds and hearts and ready to apply. So today, I thought we'd summarize the tools we've covered in the last eight podcasts. When we knew we needed more joy in our lives, so we tried to keep in mind the encouragement from our three last popes. They all said we were made for joy and made to search for joy. Pope Francis warned, though, that in searching for joy, we should not seek it in a selfish way that leaves us old and wrinkled, with faces like pickled peppers unable to transmit the joy of a beautiful life. Joy is not at all like happiness that depends on external circumstances, but it's a gift from the Lord. It fills us from within, and that joy is the certainty that Jesus is with us and the Father is with us, and it's to be searched for and shared continuously. So we found that biblical joy is rooted in the love of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and we are each invited into their love. In John 15, 9-11, Jesus says, I love you like God the Father loves me. And I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. And then in Psalm 16, 5 and 11, we found that in God's presence, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. So our Heavenly Father wants to give us fullness of joy. And then in Galatians 5, 22 to 25, we read, that the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and so much more. So joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, and He wants to produce it in our lives. And we can look to Him, and we will radiate it. So, tool number one, when we feel adrift and we know we need more joy, we need to remind ourselves, of biblical love and joy. And we can use these three declarations. God loves me and offers me fullness of joy. Jesus loves me like God loves him, and he wants me to have his joy, complete joy. And the Holy Spirit loves me. He dwells in me and bears the fruit of joy in and through me. In podcast number two, we were reminded that too often we hold up a teaspoon to receive love and joy from God, when in fact God is a Niagara Falls of love. Yeah, we come in with only a teaspoon. So we asked for a greater capacity to receive all the love and joy God has for us. Tool number two is the five-minute more joy prayer guide. Daily. Anyone can start with just five minutes of quiet and being alone. It's a time when you can get quiet and alone before God. Close your eyes, open your hands to show your openness to God, and then do these four easy guide steps. Number one, ask God for His joy and His love. Number two, receive it. Prayerfully look to Jesus His presence is all around you, and you just quietly sit in His presence and receive His joy and His love. Take a minute to just rest there. Three, 
Thank Jesus for the joy raised. That's the joys he sends to you. Every day our Lord sends joy, even in cloudy times, just like the S-U-N's rays are there even in cloudy times. So too, the sun's S-O-N's joy rays are sent to you every day, and you just need to thank him. And number four, just open the Bible to a gospel or an epistle or a psalm and begin to read until a word or phrase grabs your attention and comforts you. Then stop and talk to God about the message. Again, it's simply the five-minute More Joy Prayer Guide. Next, we were challenged to find a biblical definition for joy. And again, as St. Pope John Paul II says, people are made for happiness. And Christ has the answer, but he asks us to trust him. Then true joy is a victory, and Christ holds the secret to this victory. Pope Emeritus Benedict defined joy as being aware of God's presence and friendship every day. Pope Francis says that joy is the certainty that Jesus is with us, that the Father is with us. In fact, joy is the identification card of a Christian, the joy of having been elected by Jesus, saved by Jesus, regenerated or renewed by Jesus. It's the joy of the hope that Jesus is waiting for us, the joy that even in the crosses and in the sufferings of this life, when it's expressed in a different way, which is having peace in the certainty that Jesus accompanies us. He is with us. Pope Francis also said, joy is the air Christians breathe. And the one who puts joy in our hearts is the Holy Spirit. So, after considering many definitions, we concluded that joy is Trinitarian and it involves mind, soul, body, and spirit. We propose this definition. Joy is a sure and certain confidence that God loves me, forgives me, saves me, and is restoring me. Joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit I experience when I delight in Jesus, His Word, His forgiveness, His nearness, and His help in all things. Now, joy can be expressed in many ways. Exultant praise, reverent worship, elated thanksgiving, gladness, stillness, peaceful contentment, but all while resting in God who has everything under control. So, for tool number three, we expanded our joy declarations to four biblical affirmations, and they are this. God loves me, John 15, 9 through 11. God is near to me. He's with me always, Matthew 28, 20. God is my help. He is for me, Isaiah 41, 10. And number four, the Holy Spirit produces joy in me. I will exude joy. Galatians 5. In the fourth podcast, in tool number four, we found that wrapping ourselves in joy, that is, reading and praying with Scripture, will help each of us enter into a deeper relationship with our Savior. The word wrap is an acronym from our book, Wrap Yourself in Scripture, and it stands for W, write down the words that arise out of a Bible reading, R, reflect or mull over, what you read and enter into conversation with Jesus over the words. A, apply what God is speaking in the message and invite him to share with you how you might apply it. 
and P, pray. Pray for the grace to receive and respond to God's Word and praise Him for your time in communion with Him. Always end by resting with God. In the fifth podcast, we discovered the connection between joy and praising. So, tool number five is to have handy attributes for praising God with Scripture nearby. For example, Oh God, you are great. I praise you, God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who is not partial and takes no bribes. That's Deuteronomy 10, 17. Or bless the Lord, O my soul. Praise you, Lord, and do not forget any of his benefits. He forgives all iniquities and he heals all my diseases. Psalm 103, 1 through 3. Or how about, I praise you, Lord. You satisfy me with good as long as I live. You've renewed my youth like an eagle. You are full of love and mercy. That's Psalm 103.4.5. The sixth and seventh podcast lead us to tool number six, which is a plan to stop joy busters and joy busting, based on the method of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Father Timothy Gallagher summarizes this in three steps. Be aware. That is, notice when your heart is troubled, your joy is diminished. Understand the source, the joy buster, or the joy busting response that is at the heart of your loss of joy. And three, take action to reject joy busting instead of spiraling down into a pit of negativity. Remember the tip. Offer thanksgiving using holy imagination. Picture Jesus' arms outstretched and you're giving him your joy buster. And three, persist in holding on to the joy of thanksgiving and praise God. And tool number seven is, if you do get into joy busting, remember to stop and begin again. In podcast eight, we tackled the one big joy thief. In fact, Jesus told us in Matthew 6, by worrying, you cannot add a single hour to your lifespan. And the Heavenly Father knows you need all these things. And tool number eight, we found, was to look to St. Paul's Stop the Worry Guide in Philippians 4, 4 through 7. He told us to pause and make up our mind to stop worrying and instead rejoice. Number two, he told us to not hesitate, but pray for our needs. Number three, he said, with the prayer, thank God for his blessing. So every time you make a request, thank the Lord for his blessing. And number four, receive his peace. Along the way, we also learned to keep a joy journal, which is tool number nine. That's keeping track of all our joys and blessings in a notebook or joy app so we can look to them often and thank the Lord for all the joys He sends us. Finally, I leave you with tool number 10. Don't try to go it alone. You need joy and you need support to find the joy and fight the fear, worry, and anxiety. You need the encouragement of others. Please go to church. Find a prayer partner. Now, the last half of my book, Wrap Yourself in Joy, focuses on putting on the armor of God to stand strong in these times. Find a partner or a prayer group and together 
study my book with the built-in study guide. It will really help you find true joy in Scripture, and it will also help you put on the armor of God to fight the fear. As we conclude this series, please know that I am praying for you to be filled with joy this week and every week. The joy of Jesus, the joy of God the Father, the joy of the Holy Spirit. Remember to take the time to pause, to pray, and to receive this joy, plus to keep all those joy tools or plungers handy. You will need them because stuff happens. So let's close with a simple prayer encouraged by Sister Faustina. You can say these words with me. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Forgive all my sins. I receive your joy and love this day and always. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, God is there for you in all ways and at all times. I hope you will join my next podcast series called Advent Joy, a journey with the people, events, and prayers at the first coming of Jesus. It'll be a great opportunity for you to get a start on Advent Joy. Until then, this is your friend Karen Dwyer reminding you to wrap yourself in joy. Thanks for joining me today. Please visit me on my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com, where you can learn more about my books, download free bookmarks, and connect with me. Please follow me on your favorite podcast app and invite a friend to join you too. You can download the show notes from today at wrapyourselfinjoypodcast.com. Until next week, this is your friend, Karen Dwyer, reminding you to wrap yourself in joy. <music>